AviationPros.com is the portal website for AMT, airport business, and ground support worldwide magazines. Visit daily for breaking news, industry blogs, and insightful articles from our magazine's editorial team. And don't forget to sign up for our publication's daily e-newsletters. It's all at AviationPros.com. Hello and welcome to the Aviation Pros Podcast. I'm Christina Marsh, Editor of Airport Business. LAX recently integrated a new sound solution from Rankins Heinz. Jeff Barrett, System Design Engineer at Direct AB, and Garrison Parkin, Western Regional Sales Manager at Rankins Heinz, join us to tell us more about how the new system is improving operations at the airport. First of all, Jeff Garrison, welcome. Thank you very much. So what can you tell us about the new sound solution at LAX? Uh, this solution was designed around uh, the spaces that are in the terminal. Uh, were designed to be a lot more open uh, air and free from obstruction. And uh, that presented some challenges for us because generally speaking, we have to have a place to put our speakers. So uh, we moved to a solution uh, with Rankus spareable line arrays that allowed us to put those in the areas where they needed to be and still get fantastic audio uh, quality at listener locations throughout the uh, terminal and the walkway down the concourse. How is this new system improving the day-to-day -day operations at the airport? Well, I mean, it, it serves uh, several different areas. So, I mean, from what Jeff was saying is that there are there's multiple areas from when the traveler you know actually enters the airport. Um, there's the uh, uh, there's the the initial ticket counter. Those areas need to be covered for announcements. Uh, and then once you move through security uh, and moving on towards the uh, towards the gate, there's a host of common areas for uh, for all the travelers to uh, uh, to congregate. And then once they get to their uh, the end destination there at the gate. Um, there's also additional announcements there, so it's uh, it, it's it's multi, it has a lot of different effects because while there's canned announcements that happen throughout uh, throughout an airport at any given moment, um, but then once you get to the gate, uh, each gate has um, has you know uh, the gate attendants that are actually giving instructions and calling out names and things of that nature. So it's definitely a combination of uh, of the uh, the canned announcements as well as live uh, uh, live announcements from the uh, from the people as well so and it it really has to uh, it really has to be intelligible at every single level otherwise people aren't going to be able to know what's happening and they won't be able to pay attention as garrison said our goal is always to provide intelligible announcement audio to all of the airport clientele and that means uh, providing that level of service from the time they enter the building to the time that they get to the gate and ensuring that they get all the information they need as they're on their way. So this new sound system is part of a larger project happening at LAX. Can you tell us more about Runkus Hines' involvement in that project and what we can expect? Uh, there's a new expansion that's planned for the south end of this terminal, which will uh, essentially blow out the south wall and continue the concourse in the southern direction to extend it to the point where it has uh, similar gates and functionality to the north side that's already existing now in that new terminal. 
Yeah, it's going to be. Uh, I mean, I think one of the one of the reasons why the the amount of expansion is happening is uh, Los Angeles is going to be hosting the uh, the Summer Olympics in 2028. They're expecting millions uh, of additional travelers, and they're uh, they're looking to increase their um, uh, their footprint and their fingerprints with um, uh, with the international travelers. Um, so while there's some additional um, terminals and gates being added for that, uh, I believe there's also some additional um, there's additional uh, infrastructure going in for um, moving people from point A to point B. Uh, very, very large uh, parking structures where the rental car uh, agencies will be. Uh, it's it, it's quite an expansion. It, it goes about, uh, you know, above the realm of which uh, I, I know, but it's what I've been told. And, and it's uh, we're, we're definitely working with Direct AV as well as the uh, the airport authority to develop um, you know, the right the right paging applications um, that are needed. I mean, if, 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 the, if the travelers cannot hear the announcements, then they're going to get lost and not be in the right place at the right time. So. Marcus Hines is using the Iconix Gen 5 IC16 system at LAX. Can you tell us how that technology is being utilized at the airport? Yeah, I mean, you know, we, uh, Rinkus Hines has been, you know, we've been around since 1979, and we have, since 2005, we have really specialized in the digital steerable columns. And these digitally steerable columns have gone, well, we're on our fifth generation of product at this point in time. Um, but the idea is that when you line up all of the drivers, all of these these uh, uh, these audio transducers in a vertical line, creating a line array, uh, using some using filters, using our software, uh, you can take that vertical, that tall column, um, and then you can then steer the sound in a vertical uh, in a vertical fashion. You can mount the speaker up higher and steer the sound where the ears are, um, and then you can cover from. A, a sh where the listener is fairly nearby, say 10 to 15 feet from the loudspeaker, uh, out to hundreds of feet farther out, uh, depending on uh, what you're trying, well, you know, what the audience area or the the cover intended coverage area needs to be. Um, it's a technology that we've been perfecting for uh, for quite some time, and it's uh, the idea is that you you put the sound where the people's ears are and minimize. Um, hitting the the other walls, the reflected walls from the sides and on the far side, um, on the back wall. So it works quite effective and it keeps the intelligibility extremely high. As Garrison said, uh, you know, the, the goal is for intelligibility. And so uh, one of the key challenges as part of the any of these installations uh, is to satisfy many different requirements. One of them uh, that seems to be uh, increasingly challenging is on the design side, uh, satisfying architectural desires. A lot of these spaces are being designed with architectural uh, amenities and features that are beautiful to the eye and uh, architects want to keep uh, the profile of our devices very low. While I personally find uh, the technology and its implementation uh, beautiful, uh, other people don't like that. And so uh, this allows us to satisfy some of those requirements by better hiding some of our footprint 
and still meeting the technical challenges, providing intelligible audio to uh, passengers and keeping those uh, reflections and echoes, if you will, in those spaces to a minimum to maintain consistency. Yeah, that that's one of the one of the very large, you know, uh, challenges. One of the big pieces to the puzzle in in designing systems like this is the architecture, as Jeff mentioned. Um, you know, it, very very uh, beautiful architecture, um, but uh, it does make it challenging because of all of the hard slash reflective surfaces that the uh, uh, that the architects build into it. Um, lots of uh, lots of reflective surfaces, hard shiny surfaces. Um, not a lot of soft, cushy things to absorb the uh, sounds. So therefore, the uh, the reflections are just all over the place. Um, very challenging. But you know, by having thin vertical column loudspeakers, we are able to uh, you know with the uh, uh, with the design element with uh, with Direct AV to place them where you don't really necessarily see them. Um, while Rinkside still makes wonderful uh, large black boxes for performing arts theaters and stuff like that. Um, having a thin um, painted to match uh, column loudspeaker really um, starts to, uh, it, it works for the space because it blends in and it makes it almost disappear. We, uh, we've had many, many different installations where with, uh, with, with some amazing photography, you look at it and you, you have to wonder where did they put the loudspeakers? Uh, because uh, by having that form factor, it really lends to the um, uh, to the architectural the architecture in itself. Is there anything an airport needs to consider or prepare for before installing a new sound system? <laughs> Go ahead and take that, Jeff. That's a that's a, that, that, that that's there's many <laughs> there's many facets to that. Uh, you know, if I were to choose one thing above all else, it would probably be acoustical treatment. So. Uh, it's it's a big challenge, even with uh, modern technology, to overcome acoustical challenges if they're not developed on the front end of a design. Uh, this particular terminal uh, that we're discussing in its open space uh, and hard surfaces, even given those uh, challenges, I think we're designed with an acoustical uh, acoustical treatment in mind in the proper places. There's a few spots uh, that are probably exceptions, but that's to be taken uh, for granted in any installation. But uh, I was pleasantly surprised uh, in this particular installation by uh, the spaces and how uh, how they lacked reflectivity where I thought they would have had would have had that. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Uh, when when we when we did the the final tuning, uh, I was, you know, that commissioning. I, I was skeptical in a couple of areas. I was skeptical that we could achieve the uh, that we could achieve the STI measurements that are needed for um, you know for, for proper coverage and and proper intelligibility. But it actually worked out quite well. There was uh, I think there were some adjacent walls that were not 90 degrees that were helping us um, in the uh, uh, by minimizing some of the reflections that I thought were going to be there. So very, very challenging. How has the Iconics Gen 5 IC16 system helped to eliminate some of the challenges posed by reflective surfaces? Yes, absolutely. 
So one of the key features of the Rankine Science line arrays is its steerability, uh, as we've been discussing, and that allows you to steer the sound to where listeners are going to be needing to hear it and ensuring that it does not hit reflective surfaces uh, where it doesn't need to be. This helps immensely by changing the dynamic of spaces that would normally exhibit more echo or more reflectivity uh, from traditional loudspeaker systems. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it, it, is, it is challenging uh, because, I mean, many times the, uh, the speaker placements, um, uh, you know, it's dictated. It's gonna, it has to be in a certain spot. Um, so there's some additional tweaking, if you will, that needs to happen uh, in order to fine tune it, um, you know, from where that that first listener would be um, to the farthest listener and trying to uh, trying to get the coverage definitely takes uh, quite a bit of time. Um, and then one of the other uh, you know details that come into play is since these a lot of these spaces are so open, um, there's a lot of time alignment issues. It takes a lot of it takes a lot of effort to time align an entire um, an entire terminal when there are so many gates that are lined up one after another after another, and they have to be time aligned. Um, when they're doing local gate announcements, it's not so big much of a deal. But when there's uh, when there's a um, a large general uh, announcement that's going throughout the entire terminal, um, you cannot be hearing it at two or three different arrival times. You can't be hearing that uh, announcement. Um, it has to be heard once, uh, otherwise the intelligibility goes way down. Um, it's it's challenging with the with those large open spaces, um, but uh, but I but I think the technology uh, along with some patience um, in, uh, in in fine tuning these things has uh, I think it was it was one of the finest sounding uh, terminals that I've ever been involved in. It, it just sounded great. Um, many times we can't we don't have that uh, that luxury of of uh, of having that that perfect coverage, but. I think uh, I think the boys at uh, um, the the team over at Direct AV, as well as the uh, the design team that helped him, uh, you know, design it on paper initially, um, took a lot of that stuff into consideration and pulled off a, a really nice project. Is there anything else you think airports need to consider before installing a new sound system? Um, well, let's see. Uh, you know, from my perspective, uh, you know, as the manufacturer, um, you know, we we. We'd like to think that we do the the transportation uh, sector very very well. Projects that that work, you know, in the transportation sectors. In addition, not just airports, but uh, we're talking about uh, train stations, uh, subway stations, things of that nature. Uh, we like to think that we do it very very well because of our um, our heritage and uh, what we've all of the design elements that we've done in the past. Um, there are there are so many different ways to to look at a project and a lot of it has to do with with what the end user what the client is really what their expectations are um setting those it, it's 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 a really big deal and um, um and you know making sure that uh, those expectations along with the um the architectural elements um uh, making sure that everybody's kind of playing within those uh, those realms you know another thing that does come to mind as well as the the overall infrastructure, um, you know, with with Rankus Hines Iconics loudspeakers, we are the end point. We're the very end point um, of that uh, signal transmission. But there are so many other layers of um, uh, of electronics upstream from what we have. Um, those those elements, you know, from the from the um, 
from the AV network, the data network. Um, those things are very, very important to uh, uh, to the overall infrastructure and maintaining a uh, making sure that things are flexible in the future in case things need to be rerouted um, or, um, or or something needs to be changed. Uh, there, there, there's a lot of things to be considered on that side of as well. I think uh, not just for airports, but for any client, I would recommend starting with uh, your particular use case and designing from the ground up a solution that fits your particular needs. So I would start with needs analysis and then grow from there and ensure that at that point you're selecting not only components, but also uh, partner manufacturers and firms that are going to help you reach those goals uh, along the way, be able to support them in the future is probably one of the most important things to consider at the front end. Great. Well, Garrison, Jeff, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks again for listening to today's podcast. Stay up to date on industry news, current issues, and information specifically for airports, airport operations, FBOs, and airport-based business by subscribing to Airport Business Daily Newsletter. And as always, please continue to visit aviationpros.com.